0: Good afternoon everyone. It is a beautiful Thursday. Beautiful, absolutely beautiful Thursday. Even though it's overcast, to me, I woke up, it's a beautiful day. I am Jones Harwell, the host of Journeys with Jones Harwell, and I am excited today to have this beautiful woman next to me on the screen as my guest, Michelle Saunders Goach. And I hope I still said it right. She said Dutch got there. We go. Got got it correctly. So let me give you a little bit of her background and then I'm going to have her start our conversation. So Michelle is the founder and visionary behind Altered Stories Ministry and the podcast show, Altered Story Show. After spending many years working in corporate America. She planted her talents and passion for helping others share their stories of faith to help others overcome difficult circumstances. She currently lives in Colorado with her husband and two dogs, and I'll let her talk a little bit about her family. But what I want to get into first, after I say welcome, Michelle, is I was so curious about the name and how you came up with Altered stories ministry. And I have a girlfriend that does a play on words. She loves words. And I think you're going to go the direction I'm thinking, but I'd love to hear your thoughts on how you came up with the Pacific name of altered stories, ministries and altered story show.
1: Well, um, first and foremost, thank you. Um, And I'm delighted to be here on your show. I cannot take the credit for how I came up with the name, The Altered Stories Show Ministry. Um, I was fortunate to work with a wonderful group of um, broadcast professionals at Focus on the Family in Colorado Springs. And I enlisted them in helping me come up with some names of the podcast in the ministry. And uh, there was a group of women uh, that uh, came up with three names. And I vetted that those names with my group, um, uh, my support group, my supporters, who many of them still support me today. And they voted and came up with the Altered Stories ministry and podcast name.
0: Wow. Because, you know, I I often think of when I when I saw it at first and I thought about it and I thought the altar and, you know, normally uh, for those of us that are old enough and remember going to to formal church because church is not as formal. We're getting away from the formality of church as it was (laughs) when we were children, but you would always go and they would have altar calls. Right. And you would go to the altar and you would lay down your burdens or lay down your, your problems or your worries and you'd leave it at the altar. So I kind of like that. Um, and I, I think they kind of maybe had that in mind, but it's beautiful that it's the altered stories ministry. So let's get a, a little bit into uh, your story and why you uh, stepped out on faith after spending so many years in corporate America as an HR <laughs> yes. specialist and doing a whole bunch of other different things. Um, part of your bio has always mentioned that you have always been in the ministry at some point in fashion, uh, counseling and and giving uh you know, just mentoring young women and women um, through um, through your faith. So what made you actually do that transition to, to really step out and decide that this was a platform that was so important to you that needed to be shared among everyone in the world? Oh.
1: <laughs> well, it was a gradual transition, I will make admission, because... I started working um, for faith-based ministries in Colorado Springs, and I made the transition from Charles Schwab to working for Compassion International into a management role where I was helping Compassion uh, improve all their business processes, um, bring in some governance in their project management discipline, and uh, mature that area for them. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I was able to use the gifts and talents that I had um, working in Fortune 500 companies and Charles Schwab at that point to migrate into Compassion International, which is a large faith-based nonprofit. Um, and then I gradually went into, um, you know, other uh, roles, volunteer roles, um, as helping women Mm -hmm. Um, In the area of um, just encouragement through bringing other women to share their stories, to inspire them and to, you know, just build unity, collaboration, all those things that was necessary within the women that I was working with at that point in time. And from there, we would stream these um meetings and these Mm -hmm. women would come on stage and share and that's where i really saw the impact of how stories affected women in so many different ways and how it was opening up the women um in in um even how they were interacting with each other um, I think there was some wounds and things like that. Women just mm-hmm. needed to know there are others that were struggling, too, like them. But anyway, so moving from there, um, I then moved into focus on the family. I had my vision brought to life. I knew that I wanted to have a platform where I could bring women together because I myself have a story, a childhood cult survivor story that needed to be heard and needed, I needed to tell someone about it. And I needed somewhere to be able to share to help me go through the healing process. And so fortunately working for Focus, like I said, I interacted with the broadcast team. I sat down with some of their professionals and I learned the ins and outs of podcasting and you know what works, what doesn't, what I shouldn't do, what I should do, and I thought that's an avenue for building your brand. You know, yes, that's you is. know one avenue for building right. your brand. And then I saw it in a, a, a more broader, hey, I want to help women heal. I want to help them heal not just through the power of story, but also to help them tell their story, not to just listen, but to tell their stories. And so that's where I came up. So I was a little different. And then I launched my my podcast out. Then I built my nonprofit. I did kind of a market study. And thank God I was able to, uh, you know, test the waters. I tested the waters and did a few demos and things like that. Um, And I started seeing how favorable I set a website up and everything. And that's. Kind of where you know I started. That's kind of where I birthed. Um, where altered stories is and is going, and the podcast, and we're blogs now, and we set that all up, and we're doing all kinds of other things.
0: Yes, and one of the things um, I I did mine totally backwards. <laughs> it was like, okay, let me let me start. The, the publishing and, and then I kind of moved into the podcast, but I still came up with a theme and my theme is, is similar to yours. Um, I, I talk about sp- the spirit of a person, the truth that you speak, the resilience, and then I talk about how your story is your journey. And that journey that you share with individuals, that's the history that is created. What I love about your your backbone is keep your story in front of you. That speaks volumes, because sometimes you never know pieces of that story that is instrumental in helping somebody else say, I can get through today. Or it's not too late. I can start over. Or it's not too late. You know, I could just need to keep plugging away. Or it's okay to say, you know, I didn't do this right. I can, I can start over. And, and I think for us as women, it's important for us to be able to have that network to be able to share our stories because we go through so much as children, as teenagers, as young women, as going from a young adult to, especially when you go to motherhood, that transition in itself yeah. is, is huge, is huge. And I'm a recently empty nester. I have two kids. Um, one uh, left the nest when we were giving birth to the baby. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> so, so Sounds so like now, my mom. <laughs> yes. So now the baby is gone doing his yeah. thing. And, you know, it was like even today I had to remind them, you know, I don't care how late it is, you know, you are thousand, you know, a thousand miles away from me. Text me every day. Hey, ma, I'm fine, you know. You got five minutes to talk, great. But send me that text and let me know that you're okay because there's so much going on out there today in the world. And you want them to have that first year of that safety net that they know that they can still call you, you know, and still check in. And then, you know, it's the weaning process, I call it, you know, because eventually there are gonna be days that they're not gonna call you. But you try to get them into a pattern, you know, that. They know, hey, I need to check in every couple of days or, you know, so we were like, it's mandatory, your first year way, check in. So getting back to your story and you talk about how getting that out um allowed you to grow and allowed you to help other women be able to have that comfort to come to you and tell their own story do you mind sharing a little bit of that or um we can move and you can provide some information uh, or advice on you talked about um how you did your target research on coming up with your podcast And uh, we can talk a little bit about how your podcast is coming along. I know that you're seen in several different countries and have quite a following. And um,
1: yeah, it's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, my story, one thing I want to share with everyone, this is a very complex story. And today's my mom's birthday. Happy and she's in heaven. Birthday. She's in Happy heaven. Um, and so I want to honor my mom. Um, and what I would like to say is this: um, I have a uh, an episode out there. It's episode 14, where I have a Christian counselor who is my former co-host named Tawana Clark Shepherd. She actually is a mental health. Um, Practice here in Overland Park. Um, and she interviewed me. And I really think it's the best of all podcasts or any place I've ever shared my story. It's episode 14. It's on www.alteredstories.org. You can find it or my shows on all these other platforms all over. Um, but it is really one of the best. Um, in my opinion, the best Mm -hmm. story uh, telling that I did because we brought in all the mental health aspects and the trauma. So I can give just a quick highlight. You know, I'm a childhood cult survivor. Um, I was in a cult from the age of seven to the age of 12. Mm -hmm. My mother, unfortunately, um, was uh, looking for community and was looking for a way to serve God in in her faith and friendships and camaraderie. And she, um, unfortunately, through a groups of friends, was naively brought into a home church that was founded by a a man who was thrown out of the churches. He was radical in his beliefs. He was extremely controlling, he was very oppressive, um, but it, it all looked wonderful, welcoming, all those things that you know, draw people in. Um, and my mother was incredibly vulnerable at that time. My dad was a military man, he was gone. He didn't care to serve um, the Lord in any way or you know he was not into that in his life. And so he gave my mom lots of freedom. So my mom was the one who stepped out, you know, to be the spiritual leader. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, long story short, um, unfortunately, this man drew in a lot of vulnerable people and he used them and he abused them. And there was a lot of, um, in my opinion, controls um, unhealthy dysfunction. Um, families were turning on families, kids were turning on their parents. Everyone rallied around this man. Um, and it just progressively got worse um, as time went on. And I really do believe in brainwashing. I do believe that this man had some some way, of uh, being able to really enter into the mind of people. And I think my mom um, was drawn in, uh, and before she knew it, it was really unhealthy, really unhealthy, um, not just around you know the isolation and all the things he imposed on us and the controls and him taking on roles that were just inappropriate and disciplined kids um, and, you know, trying to um, just really oppress people, trying to control their finances so many ways that he was really immersing himself. Wow! And unfortunately, that was, that was, you know, pretty traumatizing for, you know, someone that was seven and I had to learn how to, function in one
0: way, and then also
1: public schools and everything. Wow.
0: Wow. I want everybody to be able to check out that episode. So let me make sure that I have the website correctly. I'm going to put it in the comments. It's Uh www.alteredstoriesshow.com?
1: Alteredstories.org.
0: Dot org. .org. Okay. Alteredstories.org. All right. I have it there so they can check it out there and it's episode 14. I really want right. them to hear that and I am going to check it out myself as well. I want to, to, to get the full gist of that, of that episode. Thank you for sharing a little bit of that, um, with us and that does, uh, segue into why you are so passionate about your ministry and passionate about your podcast show Um, because a lot of women have gone through some similar circumstances, may not have been a cult, could have been uh, single mothers who find themselves in a very precarious situation, very vulnerable sometimes and bringing the wrong people, into their environment with with children and um just to be able to to survive that to come out of that and realize that that is an unhealthy growth or an unhealthy memory that you need to work on to then grow to be the person that you become what advice would you give someone um and there's a lot of us out there that have different platforms that uh we, we, we uh, target women specifically as as women, but even for those of us that just work with individuals all around, not necessarily just have to be women, but could be young children because a lot of us do, do me- youth ministries as well and mentor mm-hmm. young kids. So what advice would you give them if they wanted to do a similar platform or if they just wanted to be able to help Someone get the right mental health resources. That seems to be a big uh, platform now, specifically because of COVID nineteen has has brought about more awareness of mental health issues we seem to sweep that under the rug that that's not so important you know it's like oh grow a spine you know that used to be the thing that they would say back in the day or men you know men are not supposed to cry you know or you know toughen up you know that's just life so how do we really get that conversation out that it's okay to have a couple of those days and if you find yourself having more than a couple of those days you know, here are resources out there to help you be able to cope and, and move forward.
1: Yeah. Well, um, there are so many resources out there right now. You know, first and foremost, there's being able to um, lean into your school counselors. You know, if you're a child and you're going to school, and you know, you need because uh, uh, that's what I did. I mean, I didn't have a lot of other support, but I leaned into my counselors at school um, where you feel safe. Mm-hmm. And um, for children, there's also the church, and there's um, where you feel safe, you have your Sunday school teachers, or you know, you might have um, other in a small group or in a community group, you know, it's, in my opinion, it's all about feeling safe to be able to, and you got to have that trust to be able to, you know, go out and um, share, you know, some of the stuff that you might be experiencing. Look, mental health is so important. I think mental health needs to be prioritized. We should all know now having come out of this pandemic, how important it is. It's very traumatizing to many of our kids, you know, as a result of all these changes and, you know, a lot of the chaos and the instability and seeing lots of people sick and Mm -hmm. dying. And, you know, I just, you've got to tell people and, and somehow get your emotions managed, or people that care. You you need to also, you know, find a support group or Mm -hmm. find a tribe. There are a lot of ministries, I'm telling you. The 700 Club has an incredible prayer line. People can call up and they can talk to focus on the family. has a bunch of counselors that you can call up. There's, you know, our ministry, you know, mm-hmm. if you're struggling, reach out. I mean, we'll get you connected. Well, and there's so many different stories that I have out there, you know, right now on my website, 62 different stories of women and all of these women either have ministries or their books or they're experts in what they do, um, but they're all willing to help depending on what your struggle is as well. And there's contact information out there too. So I hope that's beneficial. Things that we can all do is smile, (laughs) show people that you care. I mean, I can't go anywhere without, it's true. This is true. I go to the grocery store. It seems like there's a woman that is, you know, because of how I respond, they will, respond back, you know, Mm -hmm. and smile, or, you know, if I'm on a beach, I can be in a bathroom, just being friendly and warm. There's a woman that is there and starts telling me her whole life story around lupus or a woman going through a divorce or I go on an airplane and there's a woman that's telling me the whole story of what she's experiencing as a nanny. I mean, it's really, truly um, being aware of others Being empathetic, being caring, listening, you
0: know, putting yourself out there. I mean,
1: every one of us can change the world in that way.
0: Yes. And you have such a a giving spirit. I have to tell everybody, we have not met in person, but we actually met through LinkedIn. We did. Our our first conversation, we found out that we just had so much in common, Um, you know, uh, both Native Texans from the state of Texas and, you know, children and just similar backgrounds that just we connected and you have such a beautiful spirit about you. And I think that's what people connect to, you know, yes. is the spirit of a person. If you show that you are willing to just give somebody two minutes And sometimes it it doesn't even have to be two minutes. They always say that first impression that you make is what people generally think about you. And if you come across as a warm individual, you know, taking the time to recognize other people and just be courteous, I think our our world, a lot of it would be, you know, a, a better place. And um I don't know if I had shared with you how I ended up doing the podcast. It was for years. I had um, people in my circle, women in particular, that would say to me, have you ever thought about doing some type of forum where women could just come together and talk about their problems? And I was like, nope. Nope. I just like the one-on-one conversation. <laughs> I can just do this in the background. I don't need to do this, you know, you know, in, in public or in camera. But I found that it just, people kept repeating it. And people kept repeating it. And when I published my first book and decided, okay, I'm going to do some platforms here, it just seemed so natural. And I mm-hmm. thought, why didn't I ever you know, uh, do this. And both of us talked about our journalism backgrounds and right. love, you know, love of journalism and how we kind of just pushed it to the side and then became this beautiful, seasoned, wisdom woman that decided, you know what? I am worthy to do this platform. I am okay enough to, to make a mark and to make a difference. And if we just help one person Yes, we have yes. made a difference. And so I, yes. as a fellow podcaster to you, say thank you for leading the way, for showing us how to do it and and getting, you know, that courage in that word, you know, the word out. Um, you know, you, you went through as, you know, the professional and doing all the testing. I just said, I'm just gonna jump out there Full full force in how it lands, <laughs> it <wins>. lands.
1: <laughs> a lot and, of people and, do yeah, that.
0: <laughs> you know, and tweak it as I as I go. But I'm a fast study and I, I love learning. And, you know, journalism and writing is, is in my blood. So I'm always, you know, thinking of how I'm going to do things going forward. But the most important thing for me was getting in front of the camera and just doing it. Yes. And that's the, that's the big thing. That's the big thing. So I'm going to uh, put your information. I put www.altered.org altered altered stories. I'm sorry. Dot org. That's where they can find your podcast and there's 62 episodes so you've been yep. doing this a long time and I, I in many places. And what advice would you give other individuals like me who have just a small show um, how to uh, to brand or how to get themselves out there. I know they say repeat, repeat, repeat. The more you do something, the better you become and, and the more audience that you will get. But would you have any advice that you would like to share for individuals that Um, have a similar platform, um, networking information, and then um, I want to share your website, how people can get a hold of you. I know that you as a podcaster are always looking for individuals as well to share their stories, their positive message of how They can help women overcome. Um, I think I shared a little bit of my story with you. I just got to a crosswords where, you know, I was so burned out in a career and God said, go home. Never Mm -hmm. had he ever said to me, go home. You know, um, I was always of the mindset if I didn't know something, um, I just kept at it. I would never quit. I would just find a way to keep working at it till I learned something. So for him to actually say to me, uh, go home, um, and I was dealing with some health issues too as well. I think these last two years, almost two years now, coming up on two years, I would have never imagined the people that I have met the people that I have come across, even when I tell just little bits and pieces of my story, and they're like, wow, really? You know, and even some of my friends that are still my core group of friends that were like, how does she just step out there like that? She's never seemed to be that type of person. She's always been the type of person that she's always planned stuff out. So part of, I think, of that story for me was God saying, I'm shifting you to do anew. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. And I'm shifting to reinvent you. And I recently uh, published an anthology for uh, a business group. I'm with Signature Entrepreneurs and Masterminds. And the title of it is Iron Sharpens Iron. And it's how we all come together. Like-minded people, that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to Mm -hmm. mentor and you're supposed to sharpen each other for growth, right? And opportunities. And my chapter, I did the introduction And I talked about all the 18 authors, but my Pacific chapter talked about how he reinvented me. And I thought that was so important to tell because you and I both know at any age, it does not matter. As long as you're still breathing, you can still make a difference. And I think that's the biggest point to get across to individuals is that no matter how old you are, you still have a contribution. There is something he still wants you to do. Yes, absolutely. So, Thank you so much for being my guest today. Let's hear your final thoughts on some advice and how individuals can contact you if they want to be a guest of your show as well.
1: Yes. Well, thank you uh, again for the opportunity. And, you know, my final words for those of you that are watching, listening, is that remember, you all have a story. And I really believe wholeheartedly that there's a lot of healing power in your story. So share it with others, you know, no matter what, share it with others, Um, you know, of over, you know, uh, overcoming adversity or, you know, having coming through, uh, it doesn't have to be, you know super traumatizing stories. I mean, just stories of encouragement, stories of edification. Um, I really believe that people have stories inside of them. Sometimes you got to dig deep down and you've got to realize that maybe there's some self-reflection and growth that you need. And that's part of, in my opinion, finding that story inside Mm -hmm. of you. And when, you do find your story, and you share it, and it's out there. Or however you are, um, you know, making the decision to live your story, and you continue to, of course. Don't forget to make sure that you keep it in front of you, in terms of motivation, in terms of awareness, of um, in terms of thinking outside of yourself and giving others. Um, a gift you know and if you're a nonprofit founder, getting that out there you know keeping that story in front of you and everyone else you know I mean there's a lot of to be gained from that um, whether it's your own personal story, whether it's your brand, all those things um, there's a lot of power in story it makes us relatable it unifies us it does so many things and collaboration, um, it's emotionally a, a very powerful way of connection. So I'm very, just really um, passionate about that. And, you know, like she said, you can reach me um, at alteredstories.org. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. Um, Altered Stories Ministry is a presence, um, you know, in all those social media platforms. Uh, you can hit me on Facebook Messenger, I'm always looking for guests too that have stories, women got stories of transformation that can inspire. And I definitely, if you feel called to podcasting, or feel like it's something you want to do, everyone can do that. There's incredible resources, incredible networking groups out there, mastermind groups, the Christian Podcasters Association. If you want to do a faith-based spark media, just I'm in a, a channel, Uh, which which is a network channel a podcast network channel which has helped me too there's a lot of resources and i can get you plugged in so reach out to me and thank you thank you
0: (laughs) thank you i think i needed to get that in because one of the things i saw too that i wanted to to mention, and you brought it home for me was your nonprofit development and storytelling uh, coaching, which you do. So, yeah, that I is do do that. wonderful. Yes, wonderful, wonderful. Michelle, as always, it is a pleasure. Oh, stand up because I want oh, to Oh, yeah. This is,
1: I was a guest on uh, the nonprofit architect show. And that was to talk about my market study, what I did with developing altered stories ministry. And the host gave me this shirt, and I had kind of branded from it. And his name is Travis Johnson. Give their podcast a listen if you're into the nonprofit world. Uh, anyway, thank you again for letting me share that, Jones. Yes,
0: yes, indeed, yes, indeed. Beautiful as always. I thank you so much for taking some of your busy schedule out to come and talk with us today. I hope to have you back on the show again, because there's always something to talk about when you talk about love it. stories, right?
1: <laughs> oh yeah. And I got to get you on my show too. Yes, I would love man. to have you on my
0: show. Yes, ma'am. I would be honored. I would be honored. I would mm-hmm. definitely be honored to talk about how it took, I would say, um, uh, coming into my 40s and beyond, really coming into my own person, Um, always took the safe and cautious road and and did not really start living until I hit my 40s, I would say. So this is an interesting backdrop and a a little interesting story. But I think my premise to everybody is, um, and I will be 59 and today's the ninth so 12 days uh i will be 59 years old and i would say i have lived the last 22 years
1: that's wonderful that's wonderful
0: big thought in that ladies that sometimes you can just sit there and just you know um i I saw life passing me by through other people and i said you know what it's time for me to slowly come out of that shell and I did, and more so and more so and more so and more so. But I've always had a giving heart, and I've always, you know, tried to, to walk in other people's shoes to sense a part of their story before I make comments. So, because you never Beautiful. know um, mm-hmm. who, what somebody's going through. You never know, never, ever know. And you never know, it could be one word Or it could be a a full conversation that can change the mindset of one person. So thank you so much, Michelle, for being on our show again. You all, if you want to reach out to Michelle, you can reach out at www.alteredstories.org. On all social media platforms, if you Google Altered Stories Ministry, you will find her. She is such a beautiful person, such a beautiful soul about her. I would (laughs) encourage you all to reach out. And please listen to episode 14, which truly tells her story about why it's important to get your story in front of you. Michelle. Thank you so much for being on today. I appreciate it. As always, I am Jones Harwell, your host of Journeys Journeys with Jones Harwell. I will be back next week. I think I'm going to be doing some short broadcast coming up for Signature Entrepreneurs and Masterminds for our annual Black Tie Gala and supporting our best-selling anthology, iron sharpens iron, inspired to achieve, they can grow volume two. So that's what I got going on next week, plugging that. But until then, see you next time.